Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Keith over here, broadcasting live from fantastic sunny Pensacola. We're not raining today, thank gosh. And uh, I'm surrounded at this table by, I must say, definitely a group of characters who are here to uh, talk about Leadership Santa Rosa. I almost called it the other name that I'm not supposed to use. Um, and uh, the Media Day, which I've been invited to, so this is uh, this is going to be part of it. Hopefully I won't ruin my invite today. So, But um, I'm going to let them go around the horn and introduce themselves. So, Hi, I'm Colton Wright, and I own the Tool Shack in Gulf Breeze in Pensacola. And I'm current uh, chairman of the uh, executive committee. You are the yeah. You're the guy in charge, huh? Technically. <laughs> and I'm Kristen Lewer. I'm the president CEO of the Gulf Breeze Area Chamber of Commerce, and I am this year's leadership classes curriculum chair. And I'm Anna Weaver. I am with United Bank in Pace, Florida, and I am on the board of directors for the Santa Rosa County Chamber. Yeah. How's that? It's great. Yeah. Love it. Very, very busy with all the exciting stuff we've got going on this year. Yeah. You got like new buildings and all kinds of stuff coming, yes, right? Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. So we're supposed to, we're going to video document that one, by the way. Awesome. And by we, I mean me. Yeah. Yeah. It so. is going to be awesome. Yeah. So, um, tell me about Leadership Santa Rosa. Somebody like lay it on me. Pretend I've never been any part of anywhere near what you guys do. Well, we know that's not true, um, but Leadership Santa Rosa is a program that's uh, run by the uh, Santa Rosa County Chamber of Commerce, and uh, it's really, basically, it's just to prepare, prepare participants and people that want to want to be in the program um, for their leadership roles in the community. Right. To be a better person, yeah, To uh, and even learn about the community, right? Because you guys go to places that I don't think most people would know are there sometimes. Absolutely. And what I love about Leadership Santa Rosa is even though it's a program of the Santa Rosa Chamber, it's a program that's supported by all of the chambers in Santa Rosa County. We don't see a need to duplicate an effort that's there and and one that's been um, around for so many years and doing something wonderful. So the other chambers throughout the county support that program. And we always put our members through that program as well. This coming from the chamber itself. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. So, okay. So for those that don't know, how do you guys do all of this so like like I, because the days are themed right so you have words specifically you're going to do media day what other days do you all have well we have history day that just happened um we also do an agribusiness day we do a tourism day Kristen, yeah tourism is great because we rotate every other year between the north end and the south end of the county so the different um, classes get to experience the different types of tourism we have in Santa Rosa County. We also um, have a military day, government day, um, education, health. I want to know. I want to know what's the difference between the north end and the south end on tourist day. Well, we just had south end tourism day this year. So that's so. like beach and flip flops, right? Yes, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Jet skiing, jet yeah. skiing, the learning about the reefs, the right. Navarre Beach Marine Science Station, mm-hmm. a lot of that tourism that takes place on Navarre Beach, and then in the north end of the county. It's focused more on the rivers and the the waterways. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And the, okay. The so horses. either way, either way, somebody's getting wet and it's water day, and you get to go have fun. Absolutely. Very cool. Okay, so continue. I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, it's it's just there's there's it's a really well rounded program. Um, you, you really learn about all the different aspects of business and community within Santa Rosa County. A lot of things that people ha- that have maybe lived there their whole life don't even know and realize because yeah. we are hitting every corner of the county from Jay 
to Gulf Breeze to Navarre and everywhere in between. So, and you guys, and a lot of the businesses participate, you know, locally, don't they? Yeah, a lot of local businesses. Also, uh, a lot of people that are either uh, work for, you know, a, a government institution or the, the different chambers. Um, you know, there's a, there's a government day that's really good. And there's also a trip to Tallahassee. So the, the program's very well-rounded, um, really just gets people involved in everything in the community in Santa Rosa County. What do you guys do in Tallahassee? It's a, it's a great trip. I yeah. think that, I mean, the fact that you kind of start the year off with that, I think is, uh, is, is pretty impressive. One uh, thing we did this year that I thought was really neat was we got to actually go to the Supreme Court and the chief justice came and spoke to us for, gosh, probably an hour. Really? And that's just something you just don't get to, to do. Yeah. And so that was amazing. So what, what did he talk to you all about? He talked to us about different cases that he has to see and their procedures, you know, just kind of really gave us an inside look at what it's like for, for most of us will never be in the Supreme Court. Sure. Or have to so, make decisions that big, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. So it was um, very eye-opening. And so that is that one of y'all's first days, his Tallahassee? Yeah, it's pretty early in the year. Yeah. It is. It always revolves around when session is. Yeah. And so it's going to vary from year to year sometimes. But one of the great things that I love about Tallahassee trip as well is that Go we knows. coordinate. Pardon? Go knows. Yeah. We coordinate with the the LEAP class and Leadership Okaloosa. So all three counties leadership classes are going to Tallahassee at the same time. And there are opportunities for them to network together. So we know in Northwest Florida, it's really a regional approach that we have to take for a lot of things. And so for the leadership classes to be able to go to Tallahassee together, to meet with our elected officials, to network together and and to grow those relationships, it's a really wonderful part of the program as well. So that's cool. I totally forgot about leadership. Uh, Okaloosa, Do they, is their program reflective of, of LEAP and, and y'all's? It's the same, same concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and for those that don't know, they do this all up and down the state. And then the next level is um i forget what it's called but there's a state level one mm-hmm. where it kind of takes leadership florida is that what it is yeah oh, go figure right mm-hmm. and uh it's a good guess but well and but i've also heard there's a couple of them because it'll do it by age range and some of the demographics so there's leadership florida and then there's another level which is like it's not senior leadership florida but it's it's an older group that's just doing different stuff but all of them are some way to, uh, around wrapped around leadership or economic development, which I thought was pretty cool. So, and I actually applied for one, but I just didn't have enough time. So, because it takes a lot, doesn't it? It does. It is well, quite a commitment. Yeah, and, well, while and we're still about, recovering. <laughs> well, while we're talking about the time, you know, this is the, the commitment to the program. Um, yes, it's a, it's a year long, and you do have individual days every month, so you, you do need to to kind of wipe your calendar clean for that day to really get the most out of the program, uh, which is difficult when you're a business owner or, you know, you have, uh, you know, a, a emails to, to answer and phone. Yeah. Yeah. And emergencies come up. We all understand that. But generally speaking, um, it's a, it is a commitment, but when you make that commitment to the program, you really get the most out of it, I think. Mm-hmm. So what year did you all finish? Are, are you still going through it? I'm leadership class 28, the best class oh, ever. Right, yeah. Ever. <laughs> I was leadership class 30. Okay. No, I wasn't. I was 29. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I was just say. about to say. You're, you're, you're right I'm 29. That. See, I, I didn't want to graduate which was yet. Which is what year? Um, well, it was two years ago. We're in 31 now. Okay. So my leadership class, well, you know, maybe why I feel like it was 30 because our 
class project took two years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, I, I always say that we did the project that we wish we never had to do. And our class did the Black Hawk Memorial for the yeah, helicopter crash. That so, was rough. And that was um, a long project yeah. that most classes don't go on to two years for. But well done. Thank you. By the way, for 50 people to just kind of come together and all of a sudden decide that was pretty impactful. Thank you. That was phenomenal. It yeah. turned out great. And, yeah. it, and it's a, it, <clears throat> class 29 did a phenomenal job on that. And the, long lasting impact of that memorial. Mm -hmm. It'll be there a hundred years from now. Yeah. So it was a therapy impressive. for the people that had to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, and so, cause Donna had told me a little bit about some of the stuff that you all had to go through to get that thing done. Not to mention just what you're doing it for. Well, right? it was a very emotional project. Yeah. Um, especially when you got to meet some of the families and, and those, the first responders and those that were affected by it. You know, when we had learned about that accident, one of our classmates could not go to Tallahassee. It happened yeah. the night before we left for the Tallahassee trip because he was a first responder and he had to work the, yeah, the, the scene. And so it it hit very close to home for a lot of people and it was a very emotional project as well. Yeah. So. Well, good for you. Glad you did it. When you, are Class you, 28. Yeah, but you're yeah. still kind of like locked down because you've got, what, five more years invested? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be involved in the program as long as I'll have me. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about like, what, give me like the best thing you got out of it. You think? Wow, it's hard to say. Or two any, best things. Yeah, or three it's hard. Best to, things. It's hard to narrow it down to to one thing. I guess if I had to use one one thing, it'd be sense of community. Um, I I just I have had and made friendships uh, that I'll have for the rest of my life, and and to me that's the most important thing. Is yeah. the, the relationships that we built. Um, but I think everybody gets something different, and I think part of it is either what you go in, what your expectations are going into the program, yeah. you know, what it is you want to get out of it. Everybody has different, different things they want to get out of the program. And I think sometimes people walk into the program and start thinking they're going to get one thing out of it and they maybe get something different. Yeah. Um, I chose my, my, my choice was just to be a follower. And I know that sounds, <laughs> I, that sounds that very odd, odd coming in, from in, you in, man. In, in, in a leadership program. But for me, it was better to sit back and just, yeah, listen and learn as much as possible. And there were times, you know, each individual has to step up and do something. But generally speaking, I just wanted to be a sponge yeah. and, and learn from the program. And that's where, I, that's what I got the most out of it. So I think that was one of the things in my life, because I did the one from Pensacola, it actually taught me to listen, right? Because I had no idea what I was, somebody nominated me and I didn't know, I knew who it was, but I didn't know who it was till like six months into the program. And I was like, oh, that's how I got here. <laughs> and so I had no idea what I was walking into. And from day one, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. But then class three or four got really intense. And then Simsoc was like, oh, now I know sort of why I do the things that I do, which is really <laughs> weird. So anyway. I, I'm going to echo what Colton said. I was going to say relationships. Yeah. Y you really form some incredible relationships uh, through the program. And what's interesting is you're, you're in a class with 30 to 40 people and you may form some really good friendships or spend a lot of time with a, a group of those folks during your year, but then you're still connected to them in the business community for years after. And I'm now still developing newer relationships sure. and friendships and business contacts with people who I was in class with. Yeah. But it's like, well, wow, why didn't we get <clears throat> the, you know, learn this about each other then or, or whatnot. And, and it continues because you still stay connected through that business community. Yeah. And it's, and it's that connection that you're going to have for many, many years. And everybody in the class is from a different 
vertical of, of industry usually, right? So you've got some media, some economics, some healthcare, some banking, some, so by the time you're done, like your Rolodex is like stacked, you know, because you've got somebody that you can call and at least ask those questions. Right. So. I'm, I'm going to have to agree. The relationships were great, but one thing that was different for me was, um, when I was growing up, we moved around a lot. My dad was in the Marine Corps. Um, and so going through this program, gave me just an extreme love for Santa Rosa County yeah. because I knew nothing mm-hmm. about it. I had lived here for 12 years, mm-hmm. but I really knew nothing. And so it really opened my eyes and made me fall in love with my community. Yeah. And, and again, you know, you take 40 people who are from extremely different walks of life. Most of them are type A personalities and you put them all on a stinky yellow school bus. I mean, <laughs> it's a whole new world, you know, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it's going to open your eyes yeah. big time. So. so, okay. So you said type A personality. Did you all do the test? Did you do personality tests? Or, no, or, no. or, um, but if I had to, I mean, just thinking of our class, class 28, yeah. the best class, ever. um, ever, I would have to say that at least 80% were type yeah. A. I mean, you know, everybody wants to talk. Everybody's got the answer. Everybody's got the pro and then having to come together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Phew, it's yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. But like Colton said as well, he wanted to follow. So you've got that group of people that may be type A's, yep. but in this, they're like, okay, I know it's a leadership thing, yeah. but this is a day that I don't have to right. really lead. I don't have yeah. to be that person that I am in my day-to-day business. Yeah. So I'm going to just step back and take yeah. that time to... Or at least being aware enough that you're like, dude, I got no clue what's going on right now. Yeah. And, you know? and I don't like walking into the room and being the smartest person in the room. Because then you're in anything. the wrong room. Yeah. I, yeah. So that's why for me, I... My objective was yeah. to learn from other people. And, and that's what the great thing about the program is if, if you want to step up and lead, you want to take on the class project and you, you want to lead that. Great. Uh, if, if you want to, if you want to be front and center all the time, you can certainly do so. But to Anna's point, you typically are surrounded by type A people that are in this or, or they just, they're in some position of authority or they drive their business or whatever industry they're in. And it is difficult sometimes to have that many people in a room and be able to uh, herd the cats, so to yeah. speak. So sometimes it's always fun. Yeah. Too. So it's, so it's, 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 it's an interesting dynamic every, every class, yeah. every event. So we took, um, we did, oh, what's it called? We did the Berkman. And so I've never really been self-analyzed by myself, <laughs> but let alone to actually have a test that was accurate. In, in that sense, I always thought those kinds of things were just whatever, blowing smoke. This piece of paper is not going to tell me who I am, right? Man, that thing nailed me. I took it twice because I didn't believe it the first time. <laughs> nailed me. But they, so they put us in, um, we were colors. So we were like, I was red, red, blue, which was like type A and then, and then a little bit of type B, I guess. Then they had yellow, yellow, green, which were the ones that kind of just chilled. And so they took all of those, um, different characteristics that were portrayed in the personality test. I think that's what you call it. Um, and then mix this all up for Simsock that way. And so I was in, I was in the red room, um, for those that have played before. And, uh, I did not die. Still in therapy. I, I'm <laughs> not still in therapy. I probably put a couple people in therapy. Do you still have but, grudges? No. No. Okay. No. Then you, I was then you good. Did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. We, in fact, um, we, we ended up beating the game, which was really weird because I didn't read the book. Um, so no one reads the book. <laughs> so I did read the last chapter of the book. So. I'm just saying, just read the book, right? Read but anyway, book. read the rules. It was so weird. And it, it was like in the middle of, of all of that, that I got out of the red room and I got to the yellow media place room and some Wait. 
Aren't we, isn't it a rule of leadership that you're not supposed to talk about? You can, you can say those kinds of things, whatever. Um, first rule of first, <laughs> don't talk about it, but I got there and then all of a sudden, like something clicked and I stood back and just kind of watched like, and I was like, this is um, like the social engineering and, and like, I, I don't know, it all, the equation came together and I kind of finally all of a sudden like understood people for a second and was like, wow, this is kind of cool. So if you want to get your brain warped a little bit, go do some sim size. Yeah, it's an interesting exercise. <clears throat> and I, I think the the one dynamic that's different between Leap, Leadership Pensacola, mm-hmm. and Leadership Santa Rosa is uh, the timing of the SimSoc. So in Leadership Santa Rosa, uh, that's going to be the the first retreat that you really have. Yeah. So, you know, the very first thing you do is, gonna yeah. be, you know, basically two days of oh, SimSoc. God, we would all be dead. <laughs> well, and that's the interesting thing is, People are just kind of getting to know each other during the exercise. Whereas I, I believe Leap, you guys did it in August it, or something. Uh, October. Midway. So it's like our sixth thing to do. Yeah, yeah. So halfway through the year. So you already have some relationships built, know the yeah. personalities. It's a little bit different dynamic when you don't know anyone in the room or you might have yeah. had one or two people you knew prior to, to joining the program. Yeah. Um, from social circles or something. But generally speaking, it's kind of an interesting free for all. I bet. Yeah. Everybody's a stranger, huh? Yeah. It's like a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. It's it can be. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um, do you, are you, you're president at all the SimSocks for that you've been, I mean, since you've graduated or whatever, right? Uh, I facilitated the last two, I believe. Yeah. So that's yeah. a handful. It, it's a great experience. It's interesting to see it from a different side. Same. So I was afraid to go back. I don't, I don't think I could handle that much self discovery within the, the last 10 years at uh, twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's talk about media day though. Cause, um, I remember our media day that we did, uh, we visited, I think a lot of the places that you all are going to go to. And then, um, the hurricane center, we went and did that piece, which I thought was really cool because I had no idea we had a hurricane center here. I just thought it was like all posted up in a watchtower, but it's this full on fortress and ambulances and facilities and stuff. But talk to me, what, what does media day look like? Uh, well, I mean, for the last couple of years, um, I think the the idea was to try to get out and see every type of media that we have in the local area, whether that be uh, television. So usually local local television, uh, WEAR, the ABC mm-hmm. affiliate, kind of the Pensacola hometown television station. Right. Um, usually watch a, a broadcast there, news broadcast midday. Uh, the radio stations, what Cat Country, Cat Country and News Radio, News Radio. And we also do a media panel, so mm-hmm. the uh, the the print. different print media. Um, yeah, which Folks does still exist, people. Yes. Throughout yeah. Santa Rosa and Escambia counties, <clears throat> will come together to do a media panel um, in the morning, which is which is nice to be able to to look at some like the Pensacola News Journal, which is a daily publication mm-hmm. versus the weekly and the different types of of print media there is still. Yeah. And um, and then also we're going to be exploring through the PNJ some of their digital uh, marketing and uh, media outlets there as well. So do, what do you, what's, what's the class's reactions usually? I mean, do they realize that all of this stuff is here? You think? They're usually pretty amazed. I think when actually getting to go behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And then I know last year with um, going to P&J, everybody was so amazed with all of the, um, you know, just the, the, the internet and the um, social media and everything that they know about mm-hmm. you i mean it was just very eye-opening all of that volunteered information that yes, you give them exactly yeah. they mm-hmm. compile it yeah Ooh. well it's it you know it's not it's not the 
print publication from 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's not the newspaper I used to throw on a bike route, mm-hmm. you know, to, to the neighbors. Yeah, that's uh, right. You did deliver news. I, I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, started working when I was 10. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it is, it's just different. Uh, you know, we've still got those. We've got the independent news. So, mm-hmm. uh, Rick Alton will come out and, and do his piece and, um, South Santa Rosa news, the, uh, the Navarre press, you know, um, Santa Rosa press gazette. Santa Rosa press yeah. gazette. Yeah. So, it, you know, and, and they all tend to be a little bit more regional. Um, so, but the, like some of them are even like hyper regional. Exactly. You know, and like I think the Gulf that's Breeze a good news thing. doesn't go further than Gulf Breeze. Right. And, and, and I think that's one of the great things about print media now is it still does exist, but it tends to be so local. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not going to get, while the news journal does a good job, uh, and it has a Santa Rosa section, you know, they're, they're not going to be as pinpoint mm-hmm. to something specific to Gulf Breeze or specific to Navarre. And I think that, you know, or, or North, you know, Milton, Jay, yeah. something like that. So I think that's, that's a pretty neat part of the panel. Um, you know, they get asked questions and they also talk about their digital aspect and how the industry has changed. Yeah. And then, uh, this year we decided to, to bring you in so we could. Yeah. This is going to be this. rocky. I'm just going to warn you right now. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. So yeah, because it's, you know, our end is completely different from anybody else that's out there because we just, we support where they don't. Right. So we, we pick up sort of the niche market of giving somebody a platform to represent without all of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. I think one of the neat things about Media Day as well is that the class not only gets to see the journalism aspect of media, mm-hmm. but also the marketing and promotion aspect of it. I remember seeing at the Pensacola News Journal the big digital boards that they mm-hmm. have and how they can see when someone is reading an article online when they stop reading, mm-hmm. how far they scroll down on the page and all of that affects where ad placement is mm-hmm. and different things like that and and how all of that ties together. And and that's really, I think, an important part of of media as well as not just the the journalism aspect of it and telling the story, but what's the best way for you to tell your story as a business or an organization as well mm-hmm. through all the different outlets that there are. And um, I believe in the morning this year, we also have um, someone coming to do a presentation on kind of working with the media and, and yeah. how can you work with the media? Yeah, what format to put you know, your press stuff releases in. Yeah. And different things like that that can really help you with your organization or business. Yeah. So, but I like the way you said that you, you got to figure out how to tell your story, right? A lot of these last couple of years, it's been, the big thing's been, what's your why, right? So now everybody's got their why, but you have to translate that. And only do you have to translate that, but then you have to get it in front of those people that actually want to consume it, right? And so all of this data that's out there that you voluntarily give mm-hmm. <clears throat> that gets combed by Google and Facebook and all that other stuff. If you have not lived in the world of having to like read that stuff or know what to do with it, it gets to be cloudy. Right. And so then you're just a guy with the wacky inflatable arm guy yelling at the cars that you're on sale on Sunday. Right. Mm-hmm. But so we serve a different market that way. And we help tell that story without all of the, the flash and the, the wacky inflatable arm guy. Although if I had one, I would totally plug him in mm-hmm. and let him just hang out. So, um, you need taller ceilings. Yeah. Oh no, we'll put him out front. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll let everybody else enjoy him too. And we got a big yard out here, man. So, um, what, so you're going to WAR and we're going to, where's the place we start? We're, um, where are we starting? Terrible. <laughs> I, I think we're I think we're starting at the economic development office. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. And um, that's where the media panel is going to be with okay. breakfast. And so I've never been there to the economic development office. It's in Milton. Yeah, um, just behind the McDonald's. That's kind of a weird. Um, 
It's in front of the county administration. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you <laughs> go. But, but it's funny because everybody, because the administrative building is so far off the road, the right. first thing you see is the McDonald's. It's the landmark everybody uses, yeah. but it, it is, it's right there in, in the parking lot of the administrative building. Um, which actually, and I, the reason I was, I was leading into this is because, you know, we get the newsletters from the chamber over there, but there's a lot of development going on in Milton, in Santa Rosa County, and it's probably a year or two away from just really exploding. And so some of the things that I've seen go through the economic development office seem to be pretty exciting. And I wonder how much of that is either going to be covered or hasn't been covered or is sort of hush hush right now, but there's a leadership. Yeah. Or or just with the press and all that stuff. So it's kind of cool to have them there. Maybe they'll pick up a little bit. And we just had um, business and industry day in June. And so we had presentations from Shannon from the economic development office and, um, and, and learned a lot in, Dr. Harper also did mm-hmm. a presentation, so we toured all the industrial parks. And so, yes, yeah, some of it is yeah. hush hush when it's in the project phase, but it's also <clears> great <throat> to be able to to share the the wins. There's big plans coming. Have. Yes, yeah. So I've lived here since '89. Wow, and uh, it's a lot better situation. I think. Like, I don't worry about my kids not wanting to hang out and go to college here or come home and you know be able to fulfill the dreams. Yeah, and I think that that goes back to Kristen's point earlier about uh, just Northwest Florida. Um, you know, the, the regional aspect. I mean, I, I still think Santa Rosa County is the best county amongst the region. Uh, I'm a little biased on that, but <laughs> but but at the same time, I think generally speaking, you know, everything's intertwined. Yeah. So what happens in Skimmy County certainly affects Santa Rosa County, and, and Santa Rosa County affects Okaloosa and vice versa. Um, and I think our community, generally speaking, has gotten better over those yeah. over those decades. There's more to do. Um, I think crime, generally speaking, is is, is lower. Yeah, um, housing is better. Uh, economic development is much better in this community. It's, I think it's just a great place to live yeah. and work. So I think, and I think it's organizations like this, like whether it's Leap or Leadership Santa Rosa and people in the press, they have a duty, I think, <clears throat> to break down some of these silos that have been stacked between each county. Because yeah, you're Santa Rosa, and then there's this Gambia over here, but we're literally talking a distance of what five miles, maybe. Right. So, and you're right, everything's intertwined. Not to mention Panama City and all the way down the highway of all of these fantastic assets in the state of Florida that need to be leveraged with each other. Well, and if you think that um, a business coming into Escambia or Okaloosa or even Walton counties is not going to affect Santa Rosa County, you're mistaken. I mean, the the, the commuting patterns show that mm-hmm. there are people that are employed by by great companies in other counties, but they choose to live in Santa Rosa County or vice versa. And I mean, we're sitting in Pensacola right now talking about leadership mm-hmm. Santa Rosa. It's amazing. You know, Santa Rosa County doesn't have its own television station. It doesn't need its own television station. We all support each other. Right. And, you know, a lot of it's it's interesting to me. I come from Cincinnati originally. I'm used to. You're like WKRP all day long, are you? Right? And um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm used to. <laughs> To driving on interstates and driving. Yeah, your nine miles took an hour, right? Our nine miles takes nine minutes, right? But down here, people are more freaked out by going across a bridge or going a few miles down the road than they are in a larger city. Mm-hmm. And that that's just, uh, that's amazing to me. I, I don't look at bridges as as separating Barriers. our communities. I look at the bridges as connecting our communities. Have you ever been stuck on that bridge? That. <laughs> <laughs> we all have. I have. You know, look, I'm, I'm with the Gulf Breeze Chamber. The construction <laughs> oh, yeah, of that bridge yeah. is not news to me, yeah, you know. Right. Um, but I, I definitely look at those as opportunities to connect our communities. And Absolutely. I wish more people would see that, how interconnected we are and that it's not a, a bad thing. Yeah. What can people do to help that, you think? 
Wow, to, to help with the connecting them, like to to be the voice. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's an easy answer to that. I think part of it comes to, down to where you're from. So it, people, the people that grew <laughs> yeah, up here, yeah, um, people that never lived in a larger community, larger city, mm-hmm. a more metropolitan area. I think they're the ones that tend to have those barriers built up in their minds. Yeah, uh, particularly people who've lived here a long time. Um, they think that bad traffic is going 15 miles in an, in one hour. Right. Um, they have no idea what it's like to be in L.A. or yeah. Cincinnati or Chicago or Miami or something or D.C. or even Tallahassee yeah. for that. And ha- and try or to go like an hour for a mile. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and I guess the, our, our biggest experience in that in this community would be trying to get to the beach on a Saturday. Yeah. You know, or or or, you know, bridge construction, something like that. Um, but I think that's that's part of progress. Uh, I, th- I know the, the growing bri- bri- growing uh, growing pains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bridge construction, uh, that's been a hot topic for a while, and it's going to be for a few years. God, I'm so um, glad they're doing know, it, though. But it, it's, that's the thing, you know, it, it's long overdue. Yeah. We should have done this 10, 15 years ago. Every year you wait, it just gets more expensive, and there's more pain involved. Mm-hmm. So short-term pain, and we're going to have yeah. a phenomenal outcome when it's all said and done. It's going to be better, and it's going to, I think it's going to make it easier. I think it's one of those solutions uh, to make it easier for people to transmit, you know, transportation between Pensacola Gulf Breeze, Navarre, Pensacola Beach. I just think it'll be better for everybody. Yeah. We won't be locked in on the peninsula anymore when it's time to get out of here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, what, the other thing that I picked up through my experience, too, was I just didn't know how much was here. You know, we said that a couple of times. Like, I had no idea that IHMC was here and the work right. that they were doing. I had no idea that the uh, assets of the Navy base, like how much it really played a part in the world. I had no idea that between Space Coast of I-4 and I-10, it's like 90% of the nation's tech and cybersecurity infrastructure. Like, I had no idea. And so learning some of that stuff gave me a whole bunch of pride, which then made me kind of change my point of view of what's better for the whole as opposed to what am I afraid of actually having to experience. Right. That was wide open to just comment on. Well, I mean, I think that's that's what we were talking about earlier when we talked about, you know, falling in love with your community when you do get that sense of pride and finding, you know, getting to go behind the scenes at Andrews Institute or, you know, any of that, it, it really does. We have an amazing, amazing mm-hmm. community, a wonderful place to live. And just to get to know that and then turn around and share it, you know, with 10 people and then they share it with 10 people. And I mean, this is just a phenomenal community. We we're putting our community leaders through a program like this. And we're hoping that they learn a lot about their community and also maybe some leadership skills and things that they can take back to help in their businesses or the organizations mm-hmm. that they're a part of. But another thing with that learning and about all of the wonderful things that we have is that you and I are the best advertisement mm-hmm. for our area sure. for tourism and for business development. Yeah, Because especially with, social media and all of the ways that we're connecting with people all over the country and all over the world. When we can share about something that we just learned in our community, whether it is, you know, did you know this about Santa Rosa County? Did you know that Whiting Field Mm -hmm. has the second busiest airport in the world Mm -hmm. behind Atlanta with the amount of touchdown, you know, or takeoffs and landings because of the training they do yeah. there. That's something that is really cool about our area that a lot of people don't know. The way that we then 
gain more of a sense of pride for our community, that's going to show to those people that are thinking, you know what? I never thought about Northwest Florida. Maybe I do want to go there to yeah. vacation or maybe I do want to consider relocating my business there. Yeah. From so Japan. It, right, yeah. yeah. It, it, you never know. I'm an army brat. My friends on Facebook are from all over the world because they're still connected all around yeah. the world. So how I talk about my community is going to advertise our area to people all over, and that's going to help with economic development. Yeah, yeah. which and, and and which helps with everything else, right? Yeah. Whether it's whether it's the wages, whether it is your uh, quality of life, whether it is the education systems. So participate, right? Yeah. Well, in and to that point, and to Kristen's point, you can either be part of the problem, or you can you can complain, or you can be part of the solution. And I think that's the great thing about Leadership Santa Rosa and the leadership programs in general is that it's people that that are involved and have the ability yeah. to be great ambassadors for their community. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's the thing is is you know it's our job to be involved to help provide solutions to make our community better than than the way we found it, and to be good ambassadors. You yeah. know, so and tell other people. So one of the things my dad would have, had always taught me was, you know, regardless of whether you agree or disagree, you can't change or shape anything unless you have a seat at the table, right? And if you don't have a seat at the table, then really, honestly, you can't do anything, right? So it was sort of like shut up or put up, right? <laughs> and it 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 stuck with me. And so when I got into the, the leadership stuff, it was like, okay, I don't agree with what you're doing, but I'm going to sit here and we're going to listen, whatever, hammer it out. But you had to participate. What, uh, there's one thing left that we haven't talked about that happens, I think, every year. You guys have a class project? Yeah. Yes. So the class project historically has, I don't know if there's been a class that hasn't done one, but it's not a requirement of the leadership program. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know with some of the other counties, it, it is, um, they always do a class project. So it, it may be that there's some classes that just say, you know what, we, we don't feel that there's a need right now that we need to address. Um, this year's class, uh, believe just voted to help support the, uh, for the children home in Milton, mm-hmm. Florida. Um, which is a great, well, of course, we're talking about Florida. Um, and, and it's a great organization in there they still need a lot of assistance and help and have a great mission. And so this year's class is going to be doing a project for them. I don't know the details of it yet, but, but yes, every, every class usually looks for maybe there's something that that class is passionate about, or it may be that they're on one of their curriculum days and they learn about something and they Mm -hmm. say, Oh, you know what? We need to do something about that. Maybe it's a a terrible event, like with my class um, with the Black Hawk accident. And that's what spurred that project on. So it's something that, doesn't have any requirements of having a certain amount of time or a certain amount of, of financial impact or things like that. It's just really left up to the class to follow their their heart and their gut yeah. and whatever they feel needs to to happen, how they can affect some change. Yeah. And I would encourage it regardless of whether it was required or not, because I think you learn a lot about yourself and then you learn a lot about the collaboration, mm-hmm. which needs to happen in order for things to get better. Um and to watch 50 people from 50 different things come together and do that, like you were saying, it's it's pretty amazing. And so, that's a great legacy to yeah, leave as yep. well. You know? Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want their name carved exactly. stone? Come on. Or on a bench <laughs> or, or a picnic yep. table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Colton and Back I did. Back of Colton's car. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, very cool. Well, we're getting to the end of time here. Is there anything that we have missed that, that anybody can think of that I didn't cover? I think one thing, when you when you start any leadership program, probably most people are doing it for the networking. And so, you know, you don't want to leave that out. It is a great part. It is, I mean, you do, 
some incredible the, the what's in it for me yeah yeah that's i <laughs> yeah. mean that's what we all it's, go yeah. into it for sure but you come out of it with so much more yeah. so i know that that i've gotten way more out of um leadership than yeah. i've put into it for sure but um it's a still a good chance to network yeah yeah, yeah. and like you're saying earlier the relationships you build are they're they're priceless absolutely yeah i think another thing that i would share is that um it, it is a year-long program that starts in what well, we do orientation in December. So if you're interested in participating in the leadership class for next year, we're always accepting nominations. Yeah, she's looking at me, right? And, she says that. You, um, that? you can, <laughs> and it, it can be self-nominations. You yeah. don't have to be nominated by somebody else. And so we're, we're already accepting uh, nominations for class 32. So what happens if we, we can pull some strings for uh, you, buddy. Donna has been trying oh, the last yeah. two years. Um, what is the, uh, what happens after you get nominated? And then what is honestly the re- time requirement that they've asked for? Sure. So um, once all the nomination or the nomination period is closed, there are applications that are sent out and it's just learning a little bit more about you and your organization. Then the executive committee, I believe, reviews all of those mm-hmm. applications and then selects the class. Um, I don't know that there's really any instances where someone that's applied has not been accepted um, in the program. Yeah. It, Perhaps it's just a timing issue with the class being full mm-hmm. from the time that they applied. Um, and it's, I would say it's, it's one day a month, um, for a full year. You've got some months that you might have some other things such as Tallahassee, but Tallahassee is not a required, mm-hmm. um, visit that you have to make. But don't miss um, it. But yeah. it is <laughs> a great, it's, one it. of the it's, best. A it's, it's a great thing, but you know, we also allow some makeup days. So, yeah. so you don't have to be scared of, okay, well, what if there's, there is that emergency with my business and I'm not able to make that one day? Yeah. It's okay. You can, you can make up those days and still be able to graduate and from the program. And so just, you know, about one day a month and it's a, it's a phenomenal thing to participate in. Yeah. And you're going to get out what you put in. So th- that's the, that's, I think the key point in the program is, you know, the more you put into it and the more open your mind is, the more you participate, the more you'll walk away with. Yeah. And I think that's why we're all here at this table too is, you know, we've got class 28, class 29, and yet we're still involved and it's currently class 31. And that's the nice thing. So, so let's say you miss a day. Mm-hmm. I missed I missed a tourism day in my <clears throat> class. I was you went able, back next year. I was you? able to go back to a different class and, and participate yeah. and uh, as a facilitator. So, you know, once you've, once you've graduated the program, you can facilitate another day for a different class and see mm-hmm. it from a, a, a different side. Uh, you can also, you know, facilitate or be on the executive committee. You know, yeah. so there's other ways to be able to give back to the program. Yeah. So learn more. I've chaired I'm five years deep now, right? So I've chaired some, done the alumni some. Um, and you're right. It is fun to go. It's fun to watch all of them go through the same experiences that you went through and to watch their faces hit that point where it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that moment, right? So um, real quick before we go, if somebody wants information, where do we send them to for Leadership Santa Rosa? Uh, well, they can contact the, the Santa Rosa County Chamber. They can go to the Chamber website at uh, uh, srcchamber.com, or they can email membership at srcchamber.com. Perfect. Anything else? Yeah, you good? Okay, I want you guys to give your social stuff and your um, web, web addresses for your businesses. Because okay. we are Pentacle Business Radio, after all. Well, that's right. Um, United Bank, uh, Anna Weaver. It's Anna.Weaver at UnitedBank.com or www.UnitedBank.com. You've done this before, United huh? UnitedBankAL.com. Excuse me. 
Um, it's Kristen Loera with Gulf Breeze Chamber. Our website is gulfbreezechamber.com and I can be reached at CEO at gulfbreezechamber.com. That's creative. I like that. Makes me seem more important. <laughs> <laughs> Just makes it easier for me to remember. Yeah, Colton Wright with the Tool Shack. Uh, we have stores in Gulf Breeze and Pensacola and uh, eventually, sometime soon, hopefully in uh, the north of the county in Milton. Uh, and online, can, too. you got a big presence online. Yeah, we you? have a pretty good website. Uh, you can see us on uh, thetoolshack.com. That's thetoolshack.com. And uh, we also have a Facebook page, so check us out there. Awesome. I want to thank all you for coming in today. Thanks, Thanks for, for having us. Thanks for tagging along the little one. Yeah. She's, she's a trooper. So, um, guys, you can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook. Or you can find us on our website at Pensacola.BusinessRadioX.com. And this has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. 